Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's better than yesterday. This is a podcast that's been here since 2013. I've been here since 2013. Every episode, just trying to make it better than yesterday. That's what I'm here to do because I'm interested in it being a little better than it was the day before. That's it. I've found a great amount of value in my life chasing that down. And over the last couple of years, this is actually the fifth year I've done this, I have brought an annual episode around this time of year based around ideas, based around possibility, ideas that I have over the time. Look, maybe some of these notes I've taken while I've been sitting on the toilet. Fair enough. You can picture that if you like. You use your phone on the toilet too. You might be on the toilet right now. Just a different way of looking things because I'm fascinated by possibility. I'm fascinated by creativity, by combining things that have yet to be combined and seeing ways that can perhaps lead to outcomes that are both financially and personally beneficial for the most amount of people possible. All right. It was a quick list when I began this. It's grown since then into a number of episodes. Check out the other episodes before this. But why do I do this? Well, there was a time in my life when I was unable to see any possibility in anything. So I've worked really hard at upping my brain's ability to see possibility and positive possibility in things because the negative possibility part of my brain was quite strong and I've needed to counteract and work to correct that. And it still work, like I still have to work at it, but it's meant life is far more valuable and far more fun to be a part of than it was before because ultimately I don't know the future. So I may as well make up something that's nicer than something that's catastrophic because uh, there's no evidence of either way happening. So I may as well sit with the feeling of it being better than it was, then worse than it is. Yeah, that makes sense. 24 ideas for 2024. This is idea number 19. As a way to curb uh, misinformation, disinformation, and possibly look even curb seeing Clive Palmer's face rapidly chew through the words, save Australia, save your family, save your future. Um, Let's put a limit on the amount of political ads that each person in the country sees. 
We do this by using a combination of tracking technology like uh, cookies and pixels. And during the real-time bidding that happens when you and I are trying to load up a web page, all right, when you click something and then there's a few seconds before the thing pops up. So what happens then over a matter of milliseconds, advertisers are bidding against each other to see who gets to serve you an ad and when you're trying to read the news or find out about the footy, right? So if you and I load the same website, you and I will see different ads because of the trackers that I just talked about. The whole process happens so quickly that if, for example, you've been browsing shopping websites looking for a new pair of shoes, and just yesterday an ad appeared in your feed for the shoes that you looked at, put in a cart, but didn't buy, but then you clicked on it, eventually you bought them, you're probably not going to be served another ad for shoes because the whole system knows that you've made the purchase and it's wife's advertising dollars to serve those ads for the shoes to you. Once the election is called, each Australian gets a budget of a maximum amount of ads that will be served regardless of party. Judging by my browsing history and the things that I read up about, it's pretty clear. I'll probably be, I'll probably be targeted by, it won't be the coalition, but everyone else is definitely going to have a crack for me. And then when I reach my limit, that's it. No more. And not just ads paid for by political parties. I'm talking about special interest groups, lobby groups, anything that is vaguely targeted as political during that period will count towards this quota. Now, hopefully what this would do would cut down on me getting completely disillusioned with the whole situation and just waiting for Sausage Day to come so the whole fucking thing will be over. But also, it might have an effect on the kind of ads that I will see. So instead of receiving like a five-second YouTube ad, which looks like it was literally made on a phone on CapCut the night before because one politician was on TV speaking about water recycling policy and then the ad, because the person was talking about water recycling, the attack ad just shows a picture of their face and says, this bloke wants your kids to drink water with shit in it. Vote for the other bloke. Written and spoken all times by some bloke in camera. Like, and you're like, Wah! I don't want that. It's none of it's real. What we might see, I'm not saying we will, but we might see more kind of long tail overarching policy ads that have some substance to them other than fear. Either way, I would be happy to know that there's a limit to the rivers of emotive messaging blaring into my eyeballs as I'm trying to watch old videos of the Fatback Band performing on the Soul Train. <laughs> two to the front, two to the back. <laughs> I've been listening to that song a lot when we ride to it. Uh, daycare. He always asks me for bus stop. It's a pretty good song. 24 ideas for 2024. This is idea number 20. When you meet the love of your life and you're off to births, deaths, and marriages to go get your marriage certificate because you've got to get this sort of thing, when you do that, you're automatically enrolled in a course in effective couple communication and conflict resolution. We're already doing it when we're expecting a child, all right? We already put prenatal and antenatal courses into someone's life. We offer them, not all people take them. And the positive effect of prenatal and antenatal courses on infant mortality is absolutely profound. Babies' lives are saved through learning. That is a fact. Now, because we as a community clearly like our babies bouncing and healthy, the cost of neglected, malnourished babies in our community is terrible, and we actively want to do something about it. However, have you ever considered the cost of neglected, malnourished relationships? 
I had a look at some studies by the Productivity Commission here in Australia and a few other studies. The, the figures are staggering. There's an estimated uh, cost of the relationship breakdown in Australia and that annually relationship breakdown in Australia costs around $17.8 billion due to lost productivity. And when you factor in a few other things such as a time away from work and legal fees and things like this, that number grows to $35 billion. That's humongous, but it makes sense when you think about things like reduced work hours and lower engagement with your job, which I understand. I've been divorced. And, uh, bing. I'll do that email later. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Also, absenteeism, because there's only one person, you've got to take the kids to the doctor or whatever, so you just don't go to work. Uh, but the money... The cost doesn't stop there because the government gets involved. Why? Because separated and divorced families with kids are far more likely to rely on government benefits compared to intact families. This includes things like income support and housing assistance or subsidies for childcare and things. The ABS, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, according to them, following a divorce, the uh, median weekly income of the woman in a, a relationship significantly drops as well, which is no good. And look, once we finish talking about the money, we can talk about the kids because the children of divorced parents experience higher rates of disadvantage at school. They experience more mental health issues compared to children in intact families. And that means that not only are there increased healthcare costs in the short term, but in the long term for these kids, there's reduced earning potential like, because they don't get enough education or you know, they're not engaged with the education for, we don't know which house I'm sleeping in tonight, such and such. Yeah, you might not do so great at school. You might not go on to further education. And yeah, it's no good for anyone. So it is in everybody's interest, yours, mine, the kids, Mr. and Mrs. T. Payer. <laughs> it's in all of our interests to keep people married. And one way to do that is to break the cycles of arguing and patterns of behavior that people might have picked up from their own parents, particularly their own divorced parents, because we have a statistically higher chance of getting divorced ourselves. I'm a child of divorced parents. So how do we do that? We spend a couple of nights doing a secular pre-marriage course, not one that tells you to obey the man and pray the pain away. No, I'm talking about a course that actually sits couples down and has them speak out loud about division of labor inside a home once you're married, where you're going to live, what are your expectations with in-laws and their involvement in your relationship or the relationship you have with your children. Will you have children? Will you not have children? What's the timelines there? How will you raise the kids? Where do you expect to go on holiday? Are you looking to go to Aspen or are you looking to go to Ashgrove? Both lovely places, very different costs involved. I actually, I, I say this, I met a couple once who were ready to drop, like she was six weeks away from giving birth. And we were talking about, it was in America and it was a, a religious holiday back at home, like Good Friday or something like that. And one of them said, piped up and said, oh, we won't have to worry about that because I'm, I'm Protestant. And the other one turned to her and said, but we're raising him Catholic. She went, oh, no, we're not. And I said, she looked like she was smuggling a basketball. I was like, you really needed to have this chat more than eight months ago, at least. you got to have that chat. you got to figure things out. You have to. And people, to be honest, people need to get taught how to fight. And I'm not talking like MMA. People need to be taught how to disagree 
or to even argue, that's fine. It's going to happen no matter what you do. You're going to disagree. You're going to sometimes argue. You're going to get cranky with each other. People need to be taught how to do that without damaging the core connection in the relationship. This might be very obvious to some people, but if you've only ever grown up seeing your own parents scream at each other and never seeing a resolution or what it looks like to actually model or have an amicable resolution to a situation modeled for you, the only way you know how to resolve things is by shouting. And it could really mean the difference between figuring things out as you go and facing the challenges that life throws at you and figuring out that way. It's hard. It's not easy. It's hard, but it's worth it. It could be the difference between that and your kids getting two Christmases, one of which takes place at a really sad motel on Gympie Road with a too noisy air conditioning. Yeah, it costs money. It'll cost money. But surely it's going to be cheaper than the annual cost that the government shells out to support the families that are falling apart every single year. Just an idea. Thanks for being a part of it. It's the fifth year I've done it. There's heaps of other versions to check out. Thanks to Andy Ma, who did audio and video post on all these episodes, and all the episodes. Thanks to Abby Benno, who produces the show. Thanks to Ben and Monica for keeping the lights on. It's easy to find me if you need me. You can grab me on Instagram, grab me on TikTok, and grab me on email. Um, I'll see you Monday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.